When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, mother lovers, to a brand new episode of Last Call at McLaren's, the best damn How I Met Your Mother podcast on the internet. I am your host, Josh, here with my best bud, John. How you doing, man? What's up, motherfuckers? I am doing great. We are here. We are back. <clears throat> That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're, we're still kicking. I, I hope so. We took the holidays off and a little bit extra. <laughs> I was going to say, we took more than the holidays off. It's true. It's true. But uh, we we're here our, now. We had some shit going on. Things are smoothed back out a little bit. Yeah. We, we should be back semi-regularly, kind of. I hope so. Let's do this shit. Uh, we got some uh, some catching up to do uh, at the top of, of this up. episode. So, uh, you know, it's been a <laughs> so while. So much catch up, you can call us hunts. There you are. Don't call me hunts. <laughs> you call me Heinz. You call me Mr. Heinz. Mr. Heinz. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, the last episode, we redid the game from the one before it because nobody had, yes. uh, had, had done anything. Uh, we we got several answers uh, this time. So uh, I wanted to give some shout outs. Uh, first off, the question was, what was Blah Blah's real, real name? And that answer is Carol. Carol, that's right. So I uh, wanted to give some shout-outs to at Goofy Weird, at Nina Caraveo, at Bonzo underscore underscore 1974, <laughs> and at Clintster. They all got uh, that question correct. <laughs> Clint. Uh, yep. And the dragon. That's that. That's all I can think about. Anytime I see I see him pop up. Hotmagandi. Also, uh, at Nina Caraveo, uh, she also said, uh, "Thank you for loving How I Met Your Mother as much as I do." And what I want to say to that is, thank you for watching our show or listening, however you choose to do it, spending your time with the two of us. Hopefully, you're chewing big red because if you're not chewing, fuck you. That's fair. Um, you got you, you gotta you gotta stand strong on your on the issues on the important issues <laughs> like gum choice, <laughs> uh, and dental hygiene. Good dental hygiene, it, important people. Yes, it's true. Uh, I also wanted to uh, I wanted to just say thank you to all of our Twitter followers because we have officially I hit four hundred so followers. Bad. 
You did. <laughs> You're like, I wanna, I wanna, I, I don't fucking know. This fucking jackass over here. <laughs> but yeah, so we are officially at 400 Twitter followers. 400. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy. Uh, you know, it's not a crazy amount, but you know what? We have some dedicated fans, and that's what I care about. You know, people who really, really enjoy the show that we're putting on. So, yeah. Uh, and also, since uh, it, we oh, weren't able yeah. to announce this, uh, you know, before, because we've been off for, you know, over a month, uh, they officially gave us the date for the second season of How I Met Your Father. That'll be in a couple of weeks, January 24th. It comes back. So I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm excited. We'll be we'll be pulling double duty around that time, but we'll do it. Again. We'll get it done. We'll get it done. Yeah, and they're going back, they're doing a 22 episode season. So we'll be uh we'll be fully busy that time. This time it'll be awesome. I'm I'm excited. So but are you? As you guys can see, I am. As you guys can see, we are here to talk about Season 3, Episode 7, Doesa Tripla. Hell That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, this one aired originally on November 5th of 2007. Remember, That's remember, the 5th of November. Yes, sir, it is. Uh, that was, you know, 15 years ago. What, what was she? No. I don't even know. Fifteen? Uh, I think that she turned fifteen, right? Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, she was. She was born in like ninety-two. Yeah, that was her fifteenth birthday. Wow. Happy belated fifteenth birthday, Sherry! They <laughs> <laughs> grow so fast. They do. <laughs> uh, it was the, like yesterday. It, she was fifteen. How she? She was. <laughs> uh, this one was directed by oh, the always awesome Pamela Fryman. Well, let me guess. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Beat yeah. you to it, sir. Got to be quicker yeah. on the draw than that. Got to yeah. be quicker. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I'm like Rito shooting first. It's true. No. Oh, uh, you, you admitted it. <laughs> I said no. <laughs> and uh, written by Brenda Hasui. I've never known how to pronounce her name, and I apologize that I still I don't you know. you pronounce it differently every time. I probably do. I just have literally no idea how to pronounce it. Uh, this is actually Brenda's final episode uh, writing for the show. She previously wrote episodes like The Slutty Pumpkin and How Lily Stole Christmas. Mm. Uh, and she went on after this to work on shows like Disjointed, Melissa and Joey, and is currently writing the screenplay for an animated, John's going to love this, Ghostbusters movie slated to come out. December 19th of 2025. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that this was a thing until I until I looked up her IMDb and saw that I didn't on know her that list. Was a thing either. Yeah, animated Ghostbusters movie December 19th, 2025. I'm down. I'm like, "Okay, give me that. I'm down." I am 100% certain mm -hmm. that both of our kids will love that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I wish it wasn't, you know, almost 3 years away, but <laughs> I mean, it is you what know. it is. They don't, they, we just don't tell them until like six months beforehand. That's true. Yeah. And, I and yes. For those of you that. that don't know, Josh and I are fathers. It's true. It's true. So, you know, when June rolls around and it's Father's Day, we expect some presents. Hells yeah. How I met your father, more like how I met John and Josh. We'll put up our cash apps during that time. <laughs> 
<laughs> then you guys Listen, can uh, you can show your shape out there like every other episode. Hey man, it's never worked, but one day it might. You never know. Listen, they say listen, they say you can't win like, unless you play, so why not? That's true. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky did say that every shot you don't take is a shot missed. Something like that. <laughs> All right. So the summary for this one. Marshall and Lily go apartment hunting, and Barney uses the opportunity to hook up with a girl without giving away his own address. Marshall learns Lily's secret. All right. It's an okay uh, for this one. Yeah. So uh, before we actually dive into the episode, uh, so we know that the title of this episode is Doa Citripla. But if you are, if you're watching this on Hulu, it has a different title, I guess you could say, compared to what it is uh, like on the DVD and things like that. It says Doa Tripla and then in parentheses, FKA, otherwise as uh, formerly known as The Home Record. Formerly known as. So I, I had never heard this, you know, uh, I've watched these episodes forever, watched them when they first came out, never heard this title. And so I reached out, I tried, I tried finding for like two weeks. I was trying to figure this out. I could not find anything about it. So I reached out to Carter Bays on Instagram and he actually responded. And I have an answer folks as to where this home record thing uh, is from. So I reached out and I said, uh, I said, Hey Carter, I was wondering if you could help me out with some info. I've been trying to find out why Hulu has how I met your mother season three, episode seven titled as Doa Tripla FKA, the home wrecker. And I don't remember it ever being called the home wrecker. I was hoping you could shine some light on it. Thanks. And within like a day, he popped back up into my, into my uh, DMS and, and said, uh, wow, that's pretty crazy. If I recall correctly, it was indeed called the home wrecker in the early drafts of the script but by the time we got to a shooting draft, we had added the Dose to the Tripla joke and changed the name to that. I thought the FKA, the home record part, had been lost in the sands of time. So there you go. It was originally Apparently called that. somebody decided to hourglass that ship. Yeah. And they, they eventually reused that name for another episode called, the, called just Home Wrecker. Or home yes. records. I think it's I think it's home records. But still, yeah, they, they eventually reused that name, which I thought was pretty cool. But yeah, I, I'm so glad that he, he answered and because that was bothering me for quite a while. I was like, I needed to know. Well, yeah, because like I you like, said, I got we to both know. watched this show. Yeah, we mm-hmm. both watched this show so many times and never once had either of us heard that ever. Yeah. Yeah. So but now we know and uh I can I can sleep soundly. And move on with my life. <laughs> sure. All right. Yeah, you know. All right. So we're going to get into the episode now. Uh, starts off future Ted. He's telling the kids uh, about a woman named Meg who made a mistake. And that mistake was named Barney. Uh, now, I don't know if you guys recognize uh, Meg. John, I don't know if you recognize her. Um, uh, she is played by the very talented April Bowlby, uh, who was on two and a half men and is currently on the show doom patrol. 
as uh, Rita Farr, a.k.a. Elasta Woman. I've actually uh, had the pleasure of interviewing her twice for uh, DC Ooh. Comics News. She's she's awesome. Um, but uh, I had forgotten that she was in this episode until she popped up. So I was like, oh, shit. That's right. She's in this. And she comes back a few times throughout the series. I think Does in she? the bracket episode. Yeah, in the bracket episode, um, she pops up. Well, and then there's... She'll come back for that. Yeah, and then there's one other episode where she comes back uh, as well, um, I remember. I don't remember which exactly one it is, but uh, yeah, I know that she comes back another time as well. Uh, so we see Meg and Barney at the bar. Uh, she's telling him about how her last boyfriend uh, was, had commitment issues, uh, and she wanted, she was ready to marry the guy. But apparently they'd only been together for like three weeks. So right there, big red flag. Big red flag. Such uh, a red flag. Yeah. Uh, Barney lies, of course, and uh, says he loves commitment. If he could, he would marry commitment. And uh, we go back to the apartment. Barney is there with Ted. He's telling him about the date. And really all they're talking about are her boobs. That's just kind of like back and forth. A lot more Barney-esque uh, behavior from Ted than, than we usually see. Which I thought was interesting. Um, and then the camera pans over See. to the rare to the rarely seen dinner table. Uh, and Marshall and Lily are there having trying to have a nice candlelit dinner, which I thought was quite, quite funny. Uh, all right. So we then go through multiple scenes of Ted uh, annoying Marshall and Lily. Uh, Lily walks in on him shaving his pubes. Uh, Ted invites Barney and Dude, Robin over. Uh, they had the pubes one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a great one. <laughs> he got so mad. I too. thought you were shaving your face. <laughs> Clearly I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, if you're shaving your pubes, why was the door not shut all the way? Right? Does it not have a lock on it? Pretty sure it got I mean, a lock even on it. if it does have a lock on it, why was the door not shut all the way? Yeah, I don't know. Because that would tell me if the door is shut all the way that something's being trimmed you don't want being seen. Yeah. I mean, though, I still wonder. I feel like she still would have walked in. I just do. Then it's her own fault. Oh, I agree. Um, honestly, she should have knocked anyways, no matter what. Because, like, she, 100%. theoretically, she could have she could have busted in there and, like, spooked him. And he could have, like, cut himself shaving or whatever. You don't know. Yeah, oh god, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so she should have so she should have knocked too, he would, like could have fucking Yeah. Yeah. Should have knocked and, and he could have been like, Don't you dare come in here. <laughs> my Unless cock you wanna, is that right? You want you want a face full of my cock. That that's how it would go. <laughs> uh uh he we also see uh a scene where Ted had apparently invited Barney and Robin over in the middle of the night. Uh, I think they were watching boxing because there was like a, a bell rang at the beginning of the scene. Um, they're they're smoking cigars, being really loud. Uh, and Marshall is trying to sleep because he's got to take the bar exam the next morning, which I think was a yeah. smart thing to put in here because of what happens in the next episode, which will then yes. you know obviously next week we'll get there, guys. We'll get there. Uh, and and yeah, then Marshall, us. yeah, stop it. We'll get there, mother lovers. I know you're lovers of the mothers, but just calm down. Calm yourself. You goddamn mother lover. 
Uh, and then Marshall loses like his cool. That's... He, you did. Marshall loses his cool over the peanut butter jar, not having the lid put back yeah. on. And he goes off like crazy about this. Um, and at the end of it, declares that it's time that they find their own place. But it wasn't Ted who did this. No, no. <laughs> nope. Nope. It was Lily who left the, the, well, the Who just leaves a lid off the peanut butter? Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> who fucking leaves the lid off the jar? Like, as soon yeah. as I'm done with it, it's recapped. Right? And, like, I could understand if she didn't put it back in the cupboard or whatever. But, like, just leaving it open, just like, eh. What's like, what? Come on. Yeah. Like, you're asking for problems with your peanut butter. Yeah. I mean, someone's getting peanut butter smacked, if you know what, what I'm saying. What if the cockamouse had gotten into it? <laughs> I mean, it's some yummy peanut butter. Oh. You never know. You never know, sir. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, but in the end, they decide <laughs> it is time. It is time to to move forward, get their own place anyways. Uh, And at the bar, they're looking online for a new place. Uh, Future Ted tells us of the three biggest mistakes that Marshall has ever made. The first was him as a kid jumping off the roof with uh, cardboard wings and some balloons, which... (laughs) I mean, come on. It it makes me think of the whole drunker kid thing. Like, that could have been a... Yeah, it, it, I, I could have seen that. that as a as a drunk Marshall thing. They could have. I would have yep. believed that 100 percent. Beercules with some freaking cardboard attached to him. You know, <laughs> I could have seen that. Uh, the second uh, and mistake that, in Marshall's life being his wedding day when he buzzes his hair. Yep. And the third Marshall goes on to say those five words he'll later regret. We should buy a place. We should start a band. <laughs> it's funny because like that's that episode hasn't even happened yet. Where they go nope. where they talk about the you know the five words. Five uh, words, yeah. But they've but they've done it a couple times already throughout the show. I because I, I remember us talking about it with something else, uh, one of the other episodes, and I don't now I don't remember what exactly the phrase was, but um, it's happened, including this, I think twice now. Um, which, so I think that's kind of interesting that that's always kind of been, kind of been part of the DNA of the show. You know, the idea of well, these I mean, five words times, of things you'll regret. Yeah. But how many times just being friends with somebody, do you, oh man, we should totally do this. Yeah. Oh man, we should totally do this. And it's like, we've had yeah. that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, literally is we should start a podcast. Oh, the other... Wait no, maybe that was just me watching it. No, that was just me watching it. <laughs> I got, I get, I get, I'm, I'm getting confused because I just recently did those uh, the Halloween or the Thanksgiving and the Christmas. Oh yeah, uh, things and I, I wrote the articles. There's one in uh, in a much later episode where they say we should have a or we, we should have a baby. I think is what it is. Remember where uh, they oh, decided yeah, to have yeah. they him and Barney want to have a baby. Uh huh. Yep, yeah. and they end up taking uh, James's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but in general, yeah, it, it obviously continues throughout the whole show um, as part of, like I said, as part of the DNA of this show, which I like. I like, the I like DNA. Yeah, man. Sure. 
I was trying to think of something funny to make for the letters of DNA, but I got nothing. Um, but uh, so you know, your face. He says that they. He says that they should should buy a place, but little does he know that Lily is a shopaholic and has racked up a ton of credit card debt. Uh, we get a scene so of Lily. Yeah, we get a scene of Lily at at a support group standing up proclaiming that she's a shopaholic. Robin is there with her and she admits that she has 15 maxed out credit cards. And that's insane to me. That's like, fucking ridiculous. I have a decent amount of credit card debt, but I've only got two and I would never have more than that because I wouldn't want to be in the situation that Lily's in. You know, because that's that's just like, how do you get out of that? Like, that's just nuts to me. Uh, Lily tells Marshall that you they shouldn't the buy. Stick in the billiard room. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, Lily tells Marshall that they shouldn't buy uh, because you know they have a lot of debt, and she's getting ready to tell him about what's going on. And Marshall then instantly just takes all the blame on on himself, obviously not knowing about hers thinking that she's referencing his student loan debt. Uh, and she lets him take the blame, which I thought was kind of a shitty move on her part. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he then convinces her to at least go and look at this place that he found, which is in an area called Doa Citripla. Uh We meet uh, the realtor who is played by the actress. I don't know what her name is, but she played Janice on Friends. I don't know if you remember her. It was uh, Chandler's girlfriend, the really annoying voice. <laughs> oh, I thought she looked familiar. Yeah. <laughs> That's not like the, the Janice voice is not her real voice. Makes sense. This this is her real oh, voice. So I thought that. My God. Uh huh. Yep. That's her. Uh, and the, this realtor is really overselling this place. <laughs> and Mar Marshall's just eating it up. And almost instantly agrees to, to, to buy it. Stupidly. Uh, at, yeah, very. Um, at the new place, they bring the rest uh, of the gang. And, and Ted is Ted is real apprehensive about them buying this place. But Marshall is already thinking about, you know, raising kids there. We actually see like a scene uh, where he's like playing the drums and they've got four boys. And, and she's bringing out, yeah. you know, cooking pancakes and stuff. Which I thought was cool because I was reading something about it, and the the reason that he's playing the drums, they purposely did that as a reference to his character from Freaks and Geeks, who was a drummer. Nice. Yeah, so I thought that was really. I mean, cool. it's funny though because Jason can play <laughs> instruments anyway. Yeah. So it was kind of nice to give him that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. Because we also uh, know that he can uh, he can play lead guitar. Mm -hmm. piano we know he can play piano because not only does he do it in this show but he's yep. he did it in in uh forgetting sarah marshall as well so yeah he's a, <laughs> yes, he's a he talented does. guy yeah he's a talented guy uh so then robin he's takes a, lily into the kitchen and tells her talented. you know it's true uh that you just you can't buy this place you know, you've got all this debt. She, she's trying to call her out on this and, and you know, get her to, to kind of back down, try to get Marshall to back down from it. 
then we go over to Barney and he's talking to the realtor and he convinces the realtor to give him the combo to the lockbox, saying that he's also interested in it and wants to, you know, come back later and take a look at the place, uh, you know, on his own. But in reality, he just wants to use it as a bang pad. That's all. You know, classic Barney. Uh, I mean, can't say I blame him. I would do the same. Yeah, I'm sure you would. <laughs> uh, so then Marshall gets Lily to, to think about raising their kids there. Kind of like what he was doing. And her vision is very different from his. Uh, in this one, you know, the real artsy. And they have two daughters instead of four sons. Uh, which is interesting. I think they had a, a little dog. I think Marshall was holding like a little dog as well. Um, so, you know, very different ideas of, of family life for the two of them. And obviously <laughs> neither of those re- come, become reality. So it, it, I don't know <laughs> where they thought that would be the case for either of them, but not, not going to happen. Well, the thing that uh, makes me laugh is though, is Lily's was at least more, believable because she paints yeah we never see marshall play anything but a piano in this entire show so him being so like oh i need to go play the drums with my kids yeah i think it's just meant to be like the kind of the more noisy annoying kind of a thing it's just how how insane their family life would be in his mind Oh no, 100%. Be. 100%. Because he because coming from a place where they're playing fucking uh Basque ice ball, what the fuck it was, it was called, uh <laughs> obviously crazy childhood. Wouldn't it be I mean, better if you wrong. called it I wouldn't it be make more sense if you called it ice kit ball? Ice cat ball? No, it, it's Basque ice ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have uh, so, thought the basketball uh, would have made more sense. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So Lily falls for this tactic, just the way you know he did. Uh, you know, and and they end up buying the apartment. Uh, so back at the bar, they're all celebrating. Marshall tells Wendy, uh, the waitress, that he wants to buy the comically large bottle of champagne. <laughs> which apparently at one at one time she says she thinks had a fish in it. And I'd like to know how did they get the fish in and then out without ever popping that cork? You know what I mean? I had thought I the same thing. Yeah. I need to know. Uh, but you know, whatever. Uh, so they I, buy I this. She's like, I, I yeah. love how Wendy tells him it's never been refrigerated. She tells him, you know, about the possible fish. And Marshall's like, Listen, once you've made the sale, you don't have to sell it. And I'm yep. like, I uh, okay. Yep. You've already made the sale. Uh, so all the guys, because this thing's huge, all the guys get up to help carry this thing over to the table. And while Lily and Robin are there uh, alone, Lily is trying to convince Robin that, you know, everything's going to be okay. You know, she will... She'll, 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 you know, work at getting her debt down. It'll be fine. You know, of course, after she furnishes the place, of course, you know. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah. But you can tell Robin, she's not buying it. You know, she, she knows better, um, but she's not really fighting too hard. 
Yeah, where's the poop? Exactly. Uh, and uh, in a callback to the pilot episode, you know, when someone gets shot in the face with a champagne cork, it happens again, but this time it's Wendy the waitress, and it's a giant-ass cork. And I was when I was doing the research, yeah, I was well, reading. Yeah, well, I love that, too, because Marshall, even, like, in, like, the fantasy, he's like, Ted, this is a uh, softball-sized cork, and you're pointing it right at Wendy's face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ah. And so, like I said, when I was doing the research, I found out that the audio clip that they used with the the pop, the scream, and then the and then Marshall's reaction, it's the exact same audio clip from the pilot episode. That's excellent. Yeah. So I thought that I thought that was it was a great little callback and use of that. So I thought that was really fun. Uh, and so then we end up heading over uh, to Lily and Marshall's new place where Barney has brought Meg. Now uh, we get to see her again. He pretends to own the place, and uh, you know he 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 keeps saying. He wants something more long term. He's really playing up this sensitive guy who's a little needy kind of a thing. Uh, he even ends up, uh, you know, at one point telling her that he loves her. He he really goes the distance uh, in, so some, distant. in a way. Yeah, in a way we haven't seen him do yet. Which I thought was no, because this is this is before the whole uh, Ted being left at the altar thing. So yeah, he hasn't even played the Ted Mosby yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> well, because like the Ted Mosby is really meant as a get you out of a situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that specific play is, is more meant f- for that. Um, that is not the case here. <laughs> He's going the opposite. Uh, then we head over to the mortgage broker's place. Uh, who is played by Phil Lewis, which I thought was fun. He played uh, Hooch. Hooch is crazy. But what I always find more interesting is that he played a character called Mr. Mosby on The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Yep. So I thought that was, that was I've always thought that's kind of neat that he played, a, he played a Mosby on a show with a Mosby. I don't know. I it would have been fun if they were in the, of... it would have been fun if they were in the scene together, but. I mean, it would have been. I was gonna say, if Barney can have a half black, or if Barney can have a half black brother, why can't uh, Mosby have a half black cousin? Sure, <laughs> why not? Uh, and so this is where Marshall ends up finding out all about Lily's secret debt uh, because oh, it, yeah. it it jacks up their interest rate. He was hoping for an under six percent, and they got. Approved for eighteen percent, which is holy shit. That's high. Yeah, it uh, is pretty high. high. Yeah. So then we go back to the apartment. Uh, Barney tells Robin about his night with Meg. Uh, he actually spent the night with her, which is another thing that he does not typically do. And nope. in the morning, he even, like I said, he even told her that uh, he loved her. To which she says it back, and then tells her to hop in the shower while he makes breakfast, and then just takes off. And, I, you know, this isn't the first time that we've seen him do that specific move. Um, we saw it before uh, with the, was it the Ted Mosby Architect uh, episode? Yep. And he leaves, he the, leaves notes. the note. Yeah, which he didn't do. He didn't even bother to do that here. So 
like I kind of feel like this is one of the more douchey things that he has done. Because like, oh, he no doubt, really messes with this girl's head. Really messes with her head, and we see that she comes back on the show, and she's like obsessed with him still. You know, I mean, and, can't blame her. Like he yeah. fucking had her straight out convinced that like he was yeah. like in love with her, in love with her. She's easily one of those girls that like doesn't know um she doesn't know how to slow down on the train of love. Like mm-hmm. it's zero to sixty for her and like just straight through till Memphis. Yeah. Like she's gonna get there and you're gonna be married before you know it. Yeah, I mean, like she had said at the beginning. She was with a dude for three weeks and was ready to marry him. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, so. in all fairness, we've all had love like that at least once. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, I just, it, I like she, she, she says he had commitment issues. I think he was scared off. I have no doubt about that. Yeah, because like that's that's pretty intense. <laughs> like she, that's she's intense. really intense. Like you can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd fucking run too. I would yeah. I would one run, two, fake my own death, three, go as far to cut off a finger and act like I was abducted by the mob, and then continue to fake my own death. Four yeah. you know who- plastic <laughs> surgery. <laughs> you know who she reminds me of? She reminds me of the girl that Ted had on the hook. Oh yeah. You know, that same yeah. kind of personality like just obsessive yeah, and Ted yeah. proposed. Yeah. It's uh we haven't got to that episode yet. Just wait no, till we, we do. have not. Oh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one. <laughs> uh oh, so then back at the apartment Ted pulls out his detective skills realizing that a fight took place there because the Mosby boys are on the case John <laughs> him and his little sister Heather Yep, who we've only seen once and only ever see that once. Not even at yeah. his, uh, not even at his wedding. Nope, just that. And I don't. Uh, Christmas I don't remember if 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 he mentions her at about you know within the confines of the wedding. I don't. When we get there, we'll find out. It's really not, you know, in comparison to things. It's really not that far away, really. Ted has a little <laughs> sister. Gets hotter every day, and when I am with her, her boobies I will play. Oh, hey, hey, sister, sister, sister. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can celebrate Hanukkah too. <laughs> uh, so he he goes through the evidence, and I I love that Barney, it, like it, he has his back for it. Like Robin goes to pick up the water bottle, he's like, "Hey, oh, yeah. don't, touch don't touch the evidence." The evidence. Like he gets real into it. Uh, so like he's Dude, he's I mean, the, the new new the new Mosby boy. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> I want to see a comic strip of the Mosby boys, but I want it to be Ted and like a fucking squirrel, and like the squirrel's clearly just a fucking squirrel, and he's like, "What do you think?" And the squirrels are like, and he's like, "You're right. That does sound about how it would play out." And like Ted's clearly just lost his fucking marbles. I like it, you know, and the bad guy is is uh dot was it Dr. X and it's just him. Yeah, he is yes. the bad guy. <laughs> oh my god, maybe like follow me on this. Ted's in an insane asylum after everything plays out with his wife dying, 
goes back to Robin. Robin leaves him to go back to like newscasting. He fucking snaps. He's in a mental asylum, and the squirrel's a plushie. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not a squirrel. It's a purple giraffe. Oh, that would be even better. Yes, <laughs> but in his mind, it's a squirrel. Sure. Because I mean, I, honestly, it would just be funnier to see him walking around with a little squirrel on his shoulder, and he's just like, "What do you think? This crime seems solvable." And the squirrel being like, and "He's like, mm-hmm. that's exactly what I think happened." I dig it, man. I would read that. I'd, I would. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would one hundred percent read that. <laughs> I just came up with the fucking. Listen, we got to tweet this to Carter and uh, Craig. Absolutely. Well, they're barely on Twitter anymore. So we have to Instagram that. There we go. So uh, he goes, uh, like I said, he goes through the evidence. Uh, there's a peeled water bottle label, empty container of Cherry Garcia ice cream, uh, used tissue, Lily's bra in the couch, and a crooked picture by the door. All kinds of good evidence for him to go through. Great evidence. Yeah. Uh, and then Ted concludes that they must have been fighting over the peanut butter jar. You know, we talked about the peanut butter before. But Robin knows the truth. And she tries to tell them. But they don't want to believe it. And this is where one of my favorite lines from the from the series is. Where he says, there's a reason your name's Robin, not Batman. <laughs> that would be your fucking favorite line. Oh, come on, man. It's a great line. It is a fantastic line. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because the whole Batman Robin thing comes up later again in the mm-hmm. later episode. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I've always loved that line. Uh, he then picks up the phone because he thinks that the, you know, what would have happened next is that Lily would have tried to call Marshall to, to apologize. And so he hits the redial to prove that that's what happened. And instead of Marshall picking up, uh, it winds up being a divorce, a divorce attorney. attorney, which is uh, not sitting well with them. So then we see them all in the kitchen, sitting on the floor. Uh, yeah. Ted and Robin are eating ice cream. Barney's just drinking uh, some beers. Barney is the most upset out of the three of them, which I thought was interesting. Uh, this isn't the last time we see Barney react in a way like this, where he thinks something's going to happen to the group, and he kind of freaks yep. out about it. Um, he gets, he gets real fragile about that because this group is really all he's got. I mean, but do you realize though, he only ever freaks out about the group when it comes to the Marshall and Lily element, because yeah. they are like his parents. They are the ones who yeah. protect him. That's yeah. I mean, that's very, uh, very good. Point. I mean, yes, the, the group is it's close, but he mm. knows that the group won't last forever, but Marshall and Lily. Yeah. And if Marshall and Lily were gone, that the group would fall apart so really. fast. Yeah, it it would not like so survive. fast. It wouldn't even be funny. Yeah, man. And then he would have to go and, and try and, and track down insane Dwayne and 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 make him his his wingman again because he would have nobody nobody there for him, man. Here's the real question, though: Do you think insane Dwayne and the new could obvious uh, replace the? dynamic that Lily and Marsha bring to the table though. I mean, I don't think that that's the dynamic he would try to replace. Cause if the group falls apart, Ted would probably fall away too. And he I would mean, try, 
he would try to replace that. I'm not saying it would work, but I feel like he you're would try to, to do that. Yeah, yeah, we haven't really met. We haven't really met anybody else that interacts with Barney at the moment. Like we haven't met um, what's his name uh, with the nosebleeds, uh, Randy. Oh, we haven't yeah. met Randy yet. Randy. You know, people like that. We haven't met really anybody. Well, have we even? It's it's. Did we have we even met the people that he works with? Yet? I don't think we met them yet. Oh no, we did. No, uh, I think not... we did. Yeah, Blauman and what's his face? I'm pretty sure we did. Oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So maybe well, so he would hang out with that... them a bit more. But other than that, because there's one member of the group who we technically never see, but we know that they're friends with them. But we never see them ever hang out with them. But I'm assuming they must at points. at Stuart. Oh yeah. Yeah, Stuart, that's right. I mean, there has to be an element where at some point, like, he's just not on the show, but they're hanging out with him because I, yeah. they were at the wedding. They were yeah. big parts to the wedding. Yeah, I mean, that, you're right. Well, I mean, he, uh, he's got to be a bit more in their lives than we ever see because why would – if they if they never hang out with this guy, why are you inviting him to the wedding? You know? So. Well, not only the wedding, the intervention. Yeah. You know – Clearly, like, mm-hmm. but I mean, he could. He could call uh, uh, Claudia and Stuart. I mean, he, yeah. it's not like he wasn't trying to fuck Claudia. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That would be interesting. I would. Uh, I would have loved to have seen like a almost like a what if, or like a um, like a like a it's a wonderful life kind of an episode. Hmm. Although you know, something like that happens, something hmm. tells me he still would have ended up meeting Stripper Lily because he spends a lot of time in the strip clubs. That's true. So he could have replaced <laughs> that episode when that episode pops up. Uh, <laughs> Stripper Lily, the new the new gang, <laughs> the new gang. I'm the leader of the gang. I'm the leader of the gang. Uh, yeah. But anyways, um, so Marshall and Lily come home and they tell everybody, you know, about what happened. Marshall, you know, he went to the bar after storming out and he was chugging the the big giant bottle of champagne. Uh, Lily says that she had scheduled an appointment for a divorce divorce lawyer. That's why she'd called uh, so that on paper they wouldn't be married anymore so that he could buy the apartment without her debt dragging him down. I get where she was coming from with this. It's, it's, it was a noble um, act for her to, to offer that. But I also, uh, you know, I agree with Marshall for saying no. Like, that's not that's not how you solve the problem, you know? No. So I get it. Uh, then, then Wendy comes over, uh, and she's got the hugest ah. black guy. It's so big. And <laughs> it, it makes me wonder, is this the, the moment that she starts disliking the group because oh, we see, easily. we see that kind of grow up until, up until <laughs> she leaves the show, you know, and it gets a little worse after what happens with Barney and the, was it the platinum rule episode? Yep. And then, uh, obviously hits its peak and that, in her final episode with the, you know, the glass bottles and everything where, yep. uh, and all that stuff. And, the uh, green so, initiative. Yeah. So uh, I, I think this is where it starts, man. I think it's it's building. She's like, they they hit me in the face with a giant cork, and I have a black eye now, and I don't yeah. like that. 
It makes uh, you wonder what uh, her boyfriend thought about it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's a good-looking girl. She got to have a boyfriend at some point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we only ever know of two people that she's with in the show. One is Barney, and one is the dude in the in her final episode. Yep. Yeah, we we never because we don't spend that much time with her, even though it's it always seemed like we spent a lot of time with her. Oh yeah. Like looking back, but really she's in a very small percentage of the show. Listen, I will say it like this. I will take one for the team and spend as much time with Wendy the waitress as it's needed to learn as much as I can about her. Oh, I yes, will man. such a such I, a sacrifice, such a sacrifice. I will do <laughs> that for last call. Damn it! I'm having to be this guy. <laughs> you're like you, you're like the martyr, man. You're you're taking it. You're you're doing what you got. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I mean, I can't even say that because I mean, you're the one who got to sit with her. It's true. You know? She laughed at your, your jokes, and she was getting like hot and bothered. She's all <laughs> like, "Oh, this fucking motherfucker." <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that, but I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> Dude, she uh, was so, the interview. Hey, man, it was a good interview. Uh, if you guys haven't seen that interview, go find it on the on the YouTube channel on uh, Mercury the Movie Pub. Uh, and so they announce, Marshall and Lily announce that they are still buying the place, uh, even if they shouldn't. And then at the end of the episode, Marshall and Lily head over to their new place. But when they go to get out of the cab, they're hit in the face with an incredible stench. And the cabbie tells them that uh, they are downwind of the sewage treatment plant, Doa Tripla. Yep. That's right. And that is how the episode ends. Uh, that was season three, episode seven, Doa Tripla, FKA the home wrecker. Uh, John, home wrecker. Uh, what uh, what are your thoughts uh, overall First, on this episode? Not not gonna lie, I didn't think that's where you were going. I thought you were gonna be like formerly known as John. I was gonna be like you motherfucker. I wasn't ever a home wrecker. <laughs> no proof of that. No proof. Um, you know, I like this episode though. Dois and Triple has always been one of my favorites. Um, yeah, and not because I, I love the 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 quick wit banter when they're they're in the, the mortgage brokers office and Lily tries to get the fast one by him with the number, and he's mm -hmm. like, "Got it, got and it." Like, I love that it's fucking hooch. Uh, yeah, man, it's fucking crazy. Hooch is fucking crazy. Like That's I right. don't care whatever I see Phil Lewis in, he's hooch. Like, yeah. oh yeah. I can, I can see Absolutely. him tomorrow at Comic Con with a big banner behind him that just says Phil Lewis, and I'm going to walk up to that table and I'm going to go, "Hooch, you're fucking crazy, man!" <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome. I would love to. I would love to honestly be there with you for I, that. If I ever get to meet <laughs> Phil Lewis, I am going to re-record my voicemail on my phone to him just being like, "Who called John's phone? This is Hooch." If you call this phone again, I'll stab you. <laughs> Dude, I would call you just I'm like, motherfucker, don't answer your phone. I want to hear the message. <laughs> uh, like He's like, who keeps calling me looking for this John? This is Hooch. Hmm. Call me this again. Hmm? I'll stab <laughs> who, you. Who put boy on cubes in my shower head? Oh, damn. 
But yeah, I agree. Yeah. This is a this is a good episode. It, it, <laughs> I it's really just enjoy a it. fun episode. This isn't one of yeah. those heavy-hearted ones. This isn't one of those ones that's <laughs> like it furthers the storyline of where we're going in the future. But at yeah. the same time, it's subtle enough that you can just watch this one for fun on the DL. Like, yeah. this isn't one of those ones that, like, you have to, like, have watched 13 episodes to understand. You turn yeah. this one on randomly and be like, oh, Marshall and Lily are having a shenanigan and Barney's being <laughs> himself. And yeah, yeah. And we Ted's get to see we get to, we get to see uh, Ted being, you know, the Mosby Boys thing, that which is always funny. Mosby Boys. <laughs> Mosby Boys. All right, so. Uh, now that that is out of the way, it is time for everybody's favorite part. Barney's blog. Shoot up, bitches. That's right. So, um, for this episode and the next four episodes after, there are no blog entries that go along with it. OMG. Yeah. So, uh, there are uh, there are several. Uh, blog entries that don't have episodes attached to them. So I have pulled out some for the next five, you know, this and the next four episodes. That's what kinda, Josh pulled out. Guess what nobody, I pulled out. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> but it's a candle. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, what and was it, on that candle? Oh, it's a, it's a lid. It's Nordic Nordic balsam. Oh, okay. All right. But uh, yeah, so for for this episode and the next one, uh, I pulled out some of Barney's mail sack uh, yeah. blogs. Yeah, <laughs> that a couple that pulled we have out, not done yet. You, you pulled some shit out of Barney's sack, huh? That's that's right. Now we have covered two of these mail sack ones because they were attached to other episodes. Uh, mail sack number one and number four were both attached to episodes. So I have decided that number two we'll do uh, for here, and number three we'll do on the next episode, and uh, then after that, who the fuck knows? We'll see. There's there's a whole lot of them that uh, don't have anything attached. You so. fucking pay attention. Yeah. All right. So this rest. one is uh, Barney's mail sack number two. This was uh, posted Tuesday, December seventh of two thousand and five. So like. Two years prior to the episode that we're talking about, but you know, yeah. whatevs. <clears throat> At 3.33 p.m., by the way, it says, Barney, my friends and I are in a debate about what kind of suit works best for reeling in the ladies. I say a pinstripe, double-breasted, three-piece suit is unbeatable. But my buddy says uh, that an understated, basic black, four-button suit is key. Alas, my other friend says he gets the most chicks in his birthday suit. Being the master of suiting up, could you please end this tiff suitless in Saskatchewan? I fucking love that name. Yeah. Uh, So he writes, Dear Suitless, it warms my heart to know a group of fine gentlemen like yourselves are having a meaningful, spirited debate over the single most critical issue facing America today. The suit. It was to protect just this sort of discourse that our founding fathers invented freedom. The suit is not just a fashion statement. It's a way of life. In that regard, really, all suits are three-piece. Beautiful fabric that adorns and protects not just the body, but the mind and the soul as well. 
your excellent choice, the pinstripe double-breasted three-piece, will raise many questions with the sexies. Uh, for example, who is the de this devilish rake? Whatever does he do? How can I possibly keep my clothes uh, on standing next to such an impressive collection of woven threads and masculinity? Pinstripes are always a winner and usually a closer. On the other hand, your buddy's selection uh, was no less breathtaking. The understated black, uh, basic black four button. This classic didn't come, uh, didn't become the peanut butter and jelly of suits by accident. It's a time-tested sex magnet that instantly turns a donkey into a champion thoroughbred. So now for today's moral, when choosing a suit, it's not the basic black or the pins that make the man. It's the tailoring. I've said it in this space before. Chicks love money. No matter what cut or cut or cloth, your perfectly tailored suit makes the statement that it is the most expensive suit it can possibly be. If you can get your tailor to sew $50 bills right into the lining, do it. Because if you do, I guarantee you'll end up in the most important suit of all, your birthday suit, the barnacle. So that is that one. Uh, I found this interesting that he never once mentions anything about Canada because it's suitless in Saskatchewan. Mm -hmm. And he's, he, he's always bagging on Canada. Granted, this is from season one. Like this takes place during season one. So maybe he yep. hadn't gotten to that point yet. I was going to say he hadn't started to do the Hayden Canada thing yet. Yeah. So, but that was the only thing that I kind of missed out of this was him not bagging on Canada yet. So, <clears throat> I don't think we get that? that. I don't think yeah, we get his hatred for Canada until he finds out Robin is Canadian. Oh yeah, do they not know at this point? I thought they did. Do they not? No, they I totally don't, do. I don't they know totally that. do because it comes up in the next episode. Yeah, because she makes oh, yeah. references to things in the next yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but that was Barney's blog. Uh, for this, I know it's you know a little short, a little sweet, but that's, okay. uh, that's what happens when we're that's what you know, playing playing around with his isn't full. Yeah, so we're, that's what happens when we're playing around with his sack. You know, <laughs> sometimes you play around with it too much and it just doesn't last long. It happens. Yeah, you know, <laughs> everybody's been there. Okay, I'm just saying it's it was true. cold. <laughs> I was in the pool. I was in the pool. Oh man. Uh, but uh, it, unless you got something else, I think we should wrap this episode up. Good, sir. Let's wrap. All right. Uh, so let them know where they can find you. <laughs> Hop on the Twitter. Look me up. I'm here. It's simply Sully Jane One. And you may want to re-say that because people are not are going to be like, I think I had a stroke. <laughs> or maybe yeah. they're going to think you had I a mean, stroke. Hop on over to Twitter. Simply saying J One. Uh, I got a blog. I got a podcast. You want to know about right. me? Look them up. He you just recently put out a new uh, a new blog post, so go check it out. I did. It could be my last uh, uh, blog as well. I hope not. I hope not, sir. I mean, my, my readers have went from being like something to nothing. Well, I'm going to say this. I did not know about the last three. <sighs> really? I didn't know that they even happened. Because they were not apparently popping up. I don't know if you were posting them or not. Yeah, they weren't showing up. Twitter. Yeah, no, they never popped up until this most recent one for me. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, 
So yeah, so I'd been putting them up there. Nobody had been reading them. So I had decided like this could be the last. That's why I just went on a tirade and was like, fucking just go. Nah, but, man. Listen, keep it going. Keep it going. I will tell you this. If people start reading, I'll keep writing. I don't mind talking about myself and letting the light shine on me to let people into my life. I just want to know that it's going to purpose. Um, with that being said, though, you should really go check out this motherfucker because he does some interesting shit on his channels. He talks about movies. He does. Listen, listen. The list of shit that this motherfucker can do for you. He can read books if you're writing books. He can edit. He can read. He what? What is it? The kind of shit you can do. Well, I, I, currently, what I'm doing is I'm I'm working as a book editor. Yes, a book editor. Uh, okay. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I'm in the middle of of editing a pretty hefty book right now. Uh, it's pretty cool, and uh, I'm 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 enjoying doing it. So it's good stuff. You know, taxes but, uh, are yeah. around the corner. He can also prep taxes. I can if there's. I mean, I don't want. I don't want to do anything too crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's been a long time since I've had to do that. I uh, I chose to stop doing that because it was just too much hassle. But Listen, uh, I can technically do it. I'm trying to help you make money. Do it. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but you can find Listen. me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J P R A Y N O R. You can also find me uh, here at uh, Merc with Movie Blog on Twitter at Movie Blog Merc. You are watching this on YouTube. You're watching it on the Merc of the Movie Blog YouTube channel. Be sure to hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, click that little bell, wherever the fuck that stupid bell is. Ding dong, motherfucker. And Ding you pay him dong. enough and he'll spread his cheeks as Mike Honcho, but you see everything. <laughs> um, depends on the price, but hey, you know what? I'm up for things. Everybody has a price. Everybody does. Um, have how a much price. is it gonna get you to spread your cheeks? Uh I mean, you know, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put down a firm number. <laughs> but what I'll say is you throw me some some you throw me some digits and and we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> Mike Honcho, he's flexible. Me uh, not digits? so much. How many digits? <laughs> Would you say it's a soft deuce or uh I mean you never know. You never know. We'll talk. <laughs> hit me up in the DMs. <laughs> if somebody wants to see Josh's Brown, I hit him up in the DMs. <laughs> we got you. But yeah, you know, uh, you can always find us on Twitter at last call H I M. You want to see him naked with a squish mount? I can do that too. That's fair. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, also on Instagram, same last call H I M Y M. Uh, we've H-I-M-Y-M. even got a hive. Uh, I've got us up on Hive Social. Uh, I'm not there as often, but we're there. So if you're on there, <laughs> feel free to. to Give us a follow there again at last call H I M Y M. If uh, if you're listening on the podcasts, if you're on uh, Anchor specifically, you can leave us a voice message. We always love hearing from you guys. Uh, we'll play it on air and discuss whatever it is you're talking about. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star review. We'll read that out on air. I'd love to hear from you guys, so uh, please be sure to do that. We also have. Uh, a Patreon, and you know, if, if you guys are interested, we'll get that up and running again. So let us know, you know, let us know. And again, follow us on Twitter at last let call H I M Y M. Yes, and uh, I mean, that's all I've got for him. So uh, if you got anything left for him, let him know, man. What is it? Listen, you don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. Catch you next time. <laughs>